Oh yes, it's your boy Jose from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely, lovely, lovely Tuesday? Um, yes, hey, look. Um, one, I am excited that my let me just fix this camera real quick. Uh, one, I am excited for my Dallas Cowboys winning, but I am kind of a little a little upset, a little frustrated because when are the Dallas Cowboys going to get some credit? When are they going to get some credit? Because all week, all week, we've been hearing about this Jets defense and how they're a top three thief, uh, defense. And I think still they are a top three defense. And, you know, front four, they're all all 11 players you, you know, that they put on the field are uh, top notch. And they're going to give us uh, fits. And the Dallas Cowboys won't be able to score. Or they got to come up with creative ways. And it's going to be a low-scoring game. And what did my Dallas Cowboys do? What did my Dallas Cowboys offense do? Put up a 30-burger on them. Should have been a little bit more. If Dak, Pre if Dak Prescott doesn't miss that corner of the end zone. And I know he wants that throw back. But come on, guys. What are we doing? Like, try and discredit our win. This is a really, really uh, good Jets defense. Jets offensive team, uh, their offense, I want to say they have players. We've been hearing from Bart Scott, uh, Chris Canty, all these other, you know, former players that saying that the Jets were going to run all over us. And the Jets had 64 rushing yards on us. By which Zach Wilson had 36 of them. So we stopped the run, we created pressure, and we still don't get credit. Now everybody says, oh, well, only two teams you beat were Daniel Jones and, and the Zach Wilson Jets. Well, we beat them convincingly. We let both of the New York teams combined score 10 points on us. Now, I don't want to hear it, Eagle fans. Oh, that we had some cakewalk and easy games. You barely beat a Minnesota Vikings team that their defense is damn uh, ranked near 30th in the league. And that was a high-scoring game. I don't want to hear it, man. I just don't want to hear it. Man, Dak Prescott, you played your ball, played balls out. I mean, 31 for 38. 255 yards and two TDs. Um, man, he, he was finding CeeDee Lamb at will. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, uh, 11 receptions, 143 yards. I'm, this is what I think is different between the Mike McCarthy uh, the Mike McCarthy era on calling plays and Kellen Moore. And let's just talk about Kellen Moore because, look, hey, Kellen Moore is over there. Chargers are 0-2. And they, I feel like they should be 2-0, but they can't hold the lead. And maybe it's true. Maybe it's true what Mike McCarthy was saying all this time. to how to run the ball, drain the clock, don't go for the big play every single time. Because, look, if you really look at it, the, the Dolphins game, they're going for big play. It was like... It was like a heavyweight match. A big shot after big shot. You know, big play after big play. And you didn't see, and look, they credit to them. They did run the ball. 
but the second game versus the Chargers versus the uh, Titans, they didn't really run the ball that well because I can tell you because I had Joshua Kelly on my fantasy football team and barely got me like 30-something yards. So they didn't know how to drain the clock. And that's a that's something that you got to hold on your offensive coordinator, keeping your defense off the field. Now, going back to McCarthy, man, some people have, I would say, an issue with his play calling, and especially in the red zone. But I think Mike McCarthy called a terrific game. He did not force anything. He was well-balanced on the run and the pass. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better than what the play calling that you had. I feel that if that was Kellen Moore calling that game in the Jets, I'm pretty sure there was going to be a deep shot or something that hold on to the ball and and Dak would have got sacked, strip fumble, or forcing something that wasn't to be uh that wasn't to be there, and we get an interception. But no, McCarthy knew how to call the game. He's become a great game so far. These uh, first two games, and I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing. I, I I mean, look, just to get just to get out of the huddle, okay, the huddle with being 25 seconds left on the playcock, and Dak gets to su- survey the field and see if they're in the right play, or if he wants to change it. And you know, some teams when you get out there, some teams are breaking the huddle with 10 seconds left and you can barely see what's going on and and they run the wrong play. Man, it is so, you know, organized. What I'm seeing with this Dallas Cowboys offense. And oh my God, like, we got three backs, man. We got three backs. Pollard leading the way with 72 yards. Spreaking in Rico Dowdle, like Rico Dowdle, not that many people know of, but he gives you another explosive, you know, running back back there. And he looked damn near good when he was in there. I would say Zeke uh, S, if you want to say, um, because he was running through the tackles, very strong with the ball. Um, the only thing with Rico Dowdle, he just has to stay healthy, man. And then the third back is Deuce Vaughn. Woo. Hey, I knew when Ronald Jones was going to come off of uh, his suspension, he was going to get let go. And and look, he was let go on uh, yesterday, Monday. Um, he was let go. There was no, no room. The biggest question going on the offseason after we got rid of Zeke was about this running back room. And could Pollard, you know, carry the load? And yes, this is just the first two games, but I feel like he can. And just the rotation of of players of Rico Dowdle and Deuce Vaughn. And then you got Turpin going back there in, in the backfield, uh, you know, on some plays. It's it's great to see. Look, we put up 30 points on a Jets defense, okay? That arguably has a top top four down linemen and two really, really good corners. Sauce Gardner probably is one of the top corners in the league, okay? And we still did that with just CeeDee Lamb because Cooks was out injured. 
Oh, and we didn't have our left guard, Tyler Smith, in there. So we're missing key pieces on offense, but the train is still going. You get what I'm saying? This thing is this, it's well-oiled machine right now. And I want it to continue to happen, you know, especially next week versus uh, Arizona, Arizona. And I think that, you know, after Arizona starts getting a little tougher with the Patriots and then we have the Niners uh, going on there. But I want to see this train keep on going. And look, when we when I say we didn't have Brandon Cooks out there and I was kind of saying, like, who's going to be stepping up for that uh, second wide receiver? Um, I didn't see Gallup, man. Gallup, I don't know what's going on with you, bro. Um, you, you're, I, I, maybe the play calls are just not going towards him. Uh, just saw that he had that one catch. Um, but look, Jalen Tobert, hey, he stepped it up, and I'm liking that this second year of Jalen, he's he building that confidence, building that confidence. I believe he had three grabs. I don't have it here, but I believe he had three grabs. Um, for you know, not that much yards. I think it was like twenty something yards, whatever the case may be. But he got a uh a uh a couple crucial first downs. Um, and and we still did it. Dak still did it. It was just you. I cannot tell you how well balanced and how like the Cowboys went with the script. They knew that they had two elite corners, and the weakest link was that slot corner. And what did Mike McCarthy do? He had CeeDee Lamb motioning, mostly always in a slot, and taking advantage of that. I mean, it was just... And then they knew, if you're going to take a deep shot, if it's not there right away, check it down to the backs. And the backs and Tony Pollard had a great game coming out of the backfield. I mean, come on. Like... People, like, haters, what are we doing? Like, I know you're going to keep on hating, and I know you're going to keep on hating on my Dallas Cowboys, but look, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say, you know, and I want to say it, but, you know, I, I'm that it's, it's our year, but this team is looking damn near good. Now, we're going to have a big test versus the Niners on how this offense uh, plays. Um, but this defense, it's it's on another level. Like Michael Parsons, look, let me I gotta show you some because Michael Parsons is really dominated during this game. And it's just it's just exciting to see. There you go. Oh my god, look at that. Like I knew it was gonna be a long day for Zach Wilson. And this is one of my favorites, just ripping the ball out. And he's, oh, and put juking number 10. I think that Alan Lazard. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Look at it. Over the center. Got him all over. Forcing INTs. And they're trying to run a screen. Everybody knows the screen's coming. Uh, it was just... Hey, look, I'm telling you, like, this is this is looking scary on this defense. This is looking very, very scary. Um, 
And you can see how the defense is just playing as one unit. When Parsons went inside, he knew he was going to fake left, go right. And you had number 30 there filling in the gap in the hole. Um, it's 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 scary. And Dan Quinn has these boys like rolling. It, you know, the whole week was, can we stop the run? And Demarcus Lawrence, I believe it was the first play of the game, with a negative four yards, he set that tone. And we set that tone from the beginning. And some of these, some of these, and it's it's laughable because when you watch Get Up or some of these uh, uh, people on ESPN says, man, they should have kept on running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. Well, yeah, yeah, running the ball 40 times. Yeah, let's see if that's going to take care of, uh, that's going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. No, that's not. Yes, they probably should have ran, you know, what? 10 more times or whatever the case may be, but not running almost every down. I mean, you're you're being predictable. Like, I think the Jets did what they could do. And just Mike McCarthy, look, it, it, this is the thing. Like, it, it surprised me that when we started the game, we won the coin toss and we wanted the ball. That's how we set the tone. Because not only that we wanted the ball, we ha- we got the ball. And we went down the field and scored on our first possession. That's that was setting the tone for the day. Um, on this again, on this great defense from the Jets. This defense just held Josh Allen and and had Josh Allen do three interceptions and one and one forced fumble. This is the same defense that people were praising. Last week versus Buffalo Bills, but when it comes this week, oh, you know, Zach Wilson and they're they're uh, they're just playing behind the sticks and this and that. Come on, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Give this Dallas Cowboys offense some credit. You have to, please. Got to give them some credit. It's getting ridiculous now. Like, who do, like, and I get, again, there's going to be another test coming when we play the 49ers and that defense and that defensive front and their corners and 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 their linebackers that are just as good as the Jets. Some, some will probably say even better than Jets, but we'll see how we take care of that, uh, take care of the 49ers. But we just, just took care of a very good, I won't even say great, but I'll say very, very, very good Jets D. You have to give us some credit, man. It says, come on, the haters are this. The haters are talking this week. Like, y'all were, again, y'all were last week, you know, leading up to the Jets game. Y'all were telling, you were saying, this Jets defense is going to, you know, turn Dak over. And they almost did. Hey, look, sauce. You gotta you gotta hit those jug machines like uh CeeDee Lamb and Michael Parsons says. Gotta hit those jug machines. They could have hey, look, he could have had that interception and would change the game, probably. But watching that game from from start to finish, the offense was kept on moving the ball. Nothing seemed forced, man. Nothing seemed forced. And I'm telling you, look, <laughs> look, and and Ryan Clark said it best where he was telling, he's trying to give praise to Mike McCarthy that saying that he's a better offensive, uh, he's a better play caller than he's a head coach. I think some people say that's taking shots, but look, 
Mike McCarthy already said it. We're if this ship's going down, this ship's going down my way. That's why he got rid of Kellen Moore. And again, Kellen Moore is over there and and with the Chargers, zero and two. Maybe again, maybe something with with you know McCarthy saw something, and maybe McCarthy was right this whole time of run run the damn ball, show creative ways of running the damn ball. I'm so man. I'm still pissed about that uh, Joshua Kelly and get, I thought the Chargers. Man, this guy just came off of almost a hundred yard game, and he doesn't even get. He doesn't even get fifty. <laughs> man, Kellen Moore, you're killing me. I can't. I, I look. I, it's you know, if, if you're if you're betting on fantasy or if you're doing price picks or whatever the case may be, and you you have you're gonna choose a, a Chargers player. You just you better choose. One, the quarterback and the wide receivers do not choose a running back because it's like hit or miss. Kellen Moore will give him the ball one week and won't give him the ball the next week. I'm telling you, I've seen it. I'm seeing it. I've I've seen it for all these years while he was in Dallas. Uh, and going going back to McCarthy, hey, look, we have look this this running back group. I'm telling you, you know, uh, Dowdle seven rushes for 26 yards. Deuce Vaughn, three rushes for 16 yards, and he had a screen there. He almost, if we have, we have, I think it's Michael Gallup or uh, Tolbert uh, on the edge, have that block on Sauce Gardner. He could have gone for a little bit more. I'm telling you, man, I'm excited as a Cowboys fan. Now, you know, Arizona, we play Arizona next, and I hate playing in Arizona. Um, and especially at Arizona, I just feel like there's always injuries. So I'm going to knock on wood now, no major injuries. Um, but man, and talking about injuries, these, these injuries to on both Monday night games, uh, one to Aaron Rodgers, and last night to Nick Chubb. Um, and if you really look at it, if you're going back to the last three Monday night games, uh, DeMar Hamlin. So it's DeMar and Hamlin, Aaron Rodgers, and, uh, and Nick Chubb, um, man, these are really big injuries, bro. Um, Chubb, uh, he's done for the season. And hopefully he's not done for his career. That was a disgusting, disgusting tackle. I mean, his knee was going like all over the place. I, I Literally, that, that video was a one and done for me. I couldn't just watch it one time and that was it. Um, and that's the second time on that same knee. He injured that knee in Georgia. And if you want to go look at it, go on YouTube, and I'm pretty sure they'll show comparisons and and so on and so forth. But man, and it couldn't help. It couldn't happen to like a better guy. Um, I think everybody was, you know, roots for uh, Chubb, Nick Chubb. Um, but now, like now, you see what the the running backs were were asking for money. And they want, you know, because the situation's like this, man. Because nothing's guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed for the running back uh market. Man, the, and 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 I see it, it it sucks because I you know, they put in that backup and he goes for a hundred plus yards, and I see where they're uh, you know interchangeable, but nothing nobody nobody runs like Nick Chubb. Like, this guy has been, you know, either first or second, uh, right next to Derrick Henry and and yards per game so it just it just sucks to see that it happens and and the running backs are not getting paid man it's it and saquon barkley got hurt um that's a big one also 
Um, I don't think it's season ending, but man, you know, Giants de- Giants offense, I think, relies solely on Saquon Barkley because now they come become one dimensional. Um, because Saquon Barkley, if it, it's he's like a home run waiting to happen. You miss a tackle with Saquon Barkley, he's taken to the house. And you have to account for that when you're when you're on the defensive side. You have to account for that. But these these injuries to these you know top players and and do you think do you think it's because of the shortened you know preseasons only three preseason games? I don't know. I just think that you know it's just unfortunate. Um, you know, was Minka Fitzpatrick was his tackle uh, dirty? I don't think so. I mean, he can't go high on take uh, on on Chubb because he's going to get runned over. I don't believe that he saw Chubb getting tackled. I think he was just going in for the low hit, um, and it's and he was getting tackled at the same time. I didn't. I don't think he saw that. So I won't say it was a dirty hit, but um, man, now now for the you know now for the Cleveland Browns, it's on Deshaun Watson's uh you know. Uh, on his back now to take him to the next level. And we'll see if Deshaun can do it, but it's not looking promising for the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson, because uh, I don't know what's, what's wrong with Deshaun. We're not seeing uh, that Deshaun Watson from a few years ago where he was just lighting it up. And maybe some of those stats were inflated. Like they say with, you know, Dak Prescott when uh, back uh, a few years ago, because we're down so many uh, scores that, Dak had to throw the ball and 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 that's where most of his yardage came when we're down. Maybe it's that. I don't think so. I think Deshaun Watson is good, but I it's it's looking really, really sad right now for Cleveland Browns, right? I'm I'm telling you, like Cleveland Browns, their city, city of Cleveland has been earning for a championship or just become a, a good team and deep in the playoffs. And just, and all that money that they guaranteed Deshaun Watson, and he's not right now. He's not living up to it. I mean, the first play of the game was an interception. Uh, he's grabbing people's face masks, and you know, he's he's tossing referees. I'm surprised he didn't get uh, ejected for that uh, throwing of the uh, the ref. Um, but yeah, that's uh, you know, with the Cleveland situation, that's that's another that's another story. But um, you know, we'll we'll see. Maybe Cleveland does turn around. Um, but going back to the Dallas Cowboys, man, I am it it is what it is. You put them in front of us and we dominate. We dominated the two New York teams. Um, again, 70 to 10 in total points. Now we're going to Arizona. Um, should be a win. We're gonna knock on wood. We come out of there uh healthy. Because I'm telling you, these Arizona games, especially in Arizona, there's something we always come away with a, a, a big injury. So hopefully nobody, everybody takes care of themselves. Um, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to see this offense when it's like everybody's there, like Tyler Smith, Brandon Cooks. Now, Brandon Cooks was only gone for one game, but we haven't seen this pass protection with. Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Biotis, Zach Martins, and Terrence Steele. We haven't seen that yet. And I can't wait 
because Tyler Smith, I think he's, you know, he's almost back from that uh, hamstring uh, pull. So we have him back in there and at um, left guard. And ooh, this is looking uh, serious. And, and look, my heart almost stopped when I saw Zach Martin go down and he was not playing for the last, I believe, is two series. Um, they say an ankle sprain. Hopefully, uh, and knowing Zach Martin, he's he's one of those uh, he's one of those tough guys, and he he will play through some pain. And when I saw him not out there, I'm I was I was concerned. I was hoping no knee, no knee, please. And if it's anything, you know, it's very minimal. And they said it's you know ankle sprain, so we'll see how we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. But you know, I'm just this offensive line. I'm telling you, we don't have depth. We don't have depth on the offensive line. I'm telling you, and we might get Lel Collins off of uh, off the street for some chump change. We might we might do that. Um, but I just want to see this offense with their starting five. If we're doing this with without our left guard and uh, Chima Doga has, you know, I had my questions with him, and I was like, man. He's going to be a liability because we saw it in preseason. We saw him get run over in preseason. But again, when, when, when totality, when you're looking at it, you're like, oh shit, he was going versus the Dallas Cowboys defense. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we should take that with a grain of salt because he's been, he's been, uh, he's been doing well, even though he got hurt and it looks like it's an elbow injury. So hopefully we get Tyler Smith back once he is starting five back in there. But, um, man, I just wanted to come up on here. I, I usually, you know, try to get a co-host and then get, uh, I was trying to get one, uh, JC to come on and talk about his dolphins. But look, I had a, I had a rant rave and, and show some of my di- displeasure of the haters, you know, not giving us credit, um, for this, uh, this win. So, you know, uh, I went a little bit long, uh, 27 minutes as we're, as we're speaking. Um, I didn't think it was going to go that long, but man, <laughs> hey, I'm excited to be 2-0. I know some teams are out there, that 2-0 teams are still wondering um, about their defense, you know, Eagles, um, about their offensive play calling, Eagles. Um, <laughs> they're, and they're, they're fighting on the sideline. Oh, man, look. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. Oh man. Oh, oh. Does AJ Brown don't respect Jalen Hurts? Oh wait, wait. Weren't you guys saying that about Dak Prescott and Trayvon Diggs that he doesn't get? Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll just leave that there. We'll just leave that there, guys. Um. But look again. I'm excited that we're we're two and zero. We're leading our division right now, and you know. And all the categories, and um, but I can't wait, can't wait for uh, week three, can't wait for keep on seeing this team uh, progress and keep on getting better. Um, again, this is Jose from Big Meat Sports Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the page. Don't forget to hit that like button; it does really help out. And subscribe to the page if you haven't subscribed to all of our major platforms. Do it. We'll probably see if we can get JC uh, on here one of these days and, and rant and rave about his Dolphins being 2-0 also. Um, you know, if you're from South Florida, 
there is a there is a game Dolphins play the uh, Denver Broncos. Um, gonna try to see if I can make it to tailgate first tailgate in Miami. First tailgate Dolphins tailgates are always crazy, so I'm let me I'm not trying to miss that. So I can see if I can get off of work and uh, attend that uh, game. Um, or attend that tailgate, actually. I just want to go to the tailgate. I don't want to even go to the game. Um, but, yes, please follow us on all major platforms. Tell your friends about us. Tell everybody about us. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace out, guys. <laughs>